Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. This is Barbecue Nation After Hours with JT, the conversation that took place after the broadcast ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT. We've got Brad Leninger from Getting Basted with us today. Brad, as you know, if you listen to the regular part of the show, I was Grand Champion Team of the Year in the Master Series at KCBS. What, uh, for those of the uninformed out there, Brad, kind of let them know the difference between the Backyard Series and the Master Series and how do you get from one to the other? Well, you know, the, the, the backyard series is kind of a new, you know, they, they, they've, they've got them at some events, but KCBS tracking the points and stuff like that was kind of a new addition last year. Yep. And, and it's just like what it sounds, you know, the master series is kind of your, your, your high level pros and, and, you know, kind of the people you think about, you know, the Myrons, the Johnny Triggs, the Toughy Stones, the brands, you know, the, the level those guys are cooking at and, yeah. and the backyard's kind of the more entry level uh, uh, version into it. Well, I think it's a good way for them to get a taste of it, no pun intended, but to get a taste of the, you know, competition barbecue is to do that. And if you're, you know, got potential and know what you're doing, and we've had a couple of them on the show, like I said, um, I think it's easy for them to graduate up. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to do anything. You know, you can pick and you can jump. I mean, I never cooked a backyard event, uh, you know. Um, I, I, you know, my first barbecue contest was a KCBS Master Series barbecue contest. So there's no, you know, these things, most of them, I mean, there are invitationals and there are contests you have to qualify for. But most uh, barbecue events are, are, are opens and yeah. anybody can sign up and, and you can sign up for whatever level you, you want to sign up at. Now, that being said, once you move up to the Master Series, they don't let you move back down to the backyard series for obvious reasons, but uh, you don't need to start in the backyard. And matter of fact, my recommendation would be not to, I think you should just jump in and cook. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, it is, if you're there and, and they only cook three meats, uh, you know, two or three meats instead of all four. Right. Uh, and it is a little cheaper, uh, you know, a little less, little less uh, investment in the meat and a uh, little less cook time. So it might make it, make it easier for somebody to take that step. But uh, you know, two two very good options, and and there's really no, you know, like you said, there's no requirements to get into it other than wanting to compete and uh, paying your entry fee and, and showing up. Yeah, no, and I think it's great, and I think probably if you're walking in for the first time and there's another half a dozen teams that are walking in for the first time, you might make some friendships right there on the spot that last a long time, the social aspect of it. And that's kind of a, no, without a doubt. That's kind of a good thing. If I said, Brad, you're going to be the big ruler of barbecue here. And I probably asked you this question two years ago, but if I gave you magical powers and you could change one thing in competition barbecue, uh, what would it be? Jeez, one thing in competition, but you know, I, I would I would like to see uh, events 
you know, I would like to see it, even though, you know, I do have a ton of equipment, big trailers and this and that, but I, I'd like to see people get back cooking in the tents. So, uh, you know, if I, if I was the king, it would be, it would be just more openness, more, uh, Hey, let's cook right next to each other. And, and I honestly think maybe these single meat events that KCBS has got coming out might bring us back to that a little bit, you know, where you don't need all the equipment to stay overnight. I think that's where it gets expensive. And I think that's where the problems come in is the fact that you, you know, the way these contests are structured, you know, you need to have something to stay overnight. So a lot of people end up getting fit wheels or motor homes or whatever. Whereas on these single meat contests, you know, they're, they're, they're one day and you can come out and cook. So I think maybe we'll get back to the, the tent cooking. And I, 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 that's what I'd like to see, honestly, in barbecue. I, one of the things that I saw, you know, of course, last year was an abnormal year to say the least, but I know at the Royal, you know, they started a couple of years ago with, they had a gas grill. It wasn't recognized or anything, but they had kind of a gas grill competition. More people back home, you know, backyard patio deck people kill, cook on gas grills than they, they do on, you know, pellets, charcoal, what have you. <clears throat> I think it's a, it's good to kind of, what KCBS was doing was kind of recognizing that. And then they can graduate over to, you know, pellet charcoal stick burner whatever. But I think that for a lot of people, maybe there was that invisible line there for years that, well, I just cook on the back deck with a, you know, my Weber Genesis, whatever they've got and uh, sure. do that. I just think that was a really good move. On my, from my perspective. Yeah. I, I've never had a problem, you know, you know, it's against the rules, you know, to cook, you know, the, the, the fuels tight, but I don't know why they do that. I mean, I, I, you know, if somebody wants to come out and cook on a gas assist grill or, or gas assist smoker or an electric smoker, I'll let them do it. I mean, if I get beat by an electric smoker, then man, what, you know, it is what it is. So yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the benefits of, you know, I think there's just, you know, like, like I said, there's just some kind of ceremony attached to it. And, and, and people are like, wow, we, we can only cook, you know, we got to have a fire. We got to do this. I, you know, if I, if I, if I was on the board or if I was somebody that was making those decisions, I, I'd open it up to any kind of cooker, just turn in barbecue yeah. and, and see who wins. I just, I don't know. I don't understand the benefit of, of limiting fuel, fuel sources, but uh, you know, they do. And that's been in the rules since the beginning. And, and, uh, you know, obviously overturning that would, would be uh, pretty contentious. Oh, yeah, because a lot of those people that made those original rules are still cooking, no pun, pun yeah. intended, but they're still around. But I think some of them are, are warming to it. I can't stop with the food puns today, man. I'm sorry. But there's. <laughs> You're on a roll. Oh, there's another one. Yeah. They're, uh, but they are, you know, they are warming up to it a little bit. Um, to me, any type of competition like that, um, you got to look at the bigger markets, you know, if you really want to survive, if you ever really want to get large money into sports, into that particular sport for sponsorships, for um, prize money, for championships, what have you. I think you have to keep your mind open and see what uh, is out there. Um, not just, yeah, from, not just from the companies that produce the grills, but there's, you know, a lot of companies just look at the numbers behind whatever it is they're con contemplating sponsoring and you could get a lot more well, numbers with that. I mean, I think one of the, the, the main issues that we have in competition barbecue is that we're not very fan friendly. 
yeah. you know, we, you know, it, it, you don't really like you go to a KCBS event and, and you, okay, the, the, there's something out at, uh, you know, at, at, at this XYZ parking lot. And man, I'm really into barbecue. I'm gonna go check it out. So what I do, I roll out there on Saturday afternoon and take my family and I'm walking around and what's everybody doing? They're tearing down, you know, even if you happen to get there at a, at a time that's, that, that's, you know, when the people are still cooking, they're in their trailers, they're not talking to people. Right. You know, I think definitely there's things that we need to do as cooks and, and KCBS ought to be looking at. And, and, and if not the events to make this where it is more of a fan friendly uh, event, you know, the, right. it, obviously with health departments and, and there's, there's a lot of hoops and regulations to jump through, but people want to come to a barbecue contest. They want to eat barbecue and they want to see the pit masters. They want to see the gear. They want to interact. And I think, you know, we have got to figure out a better way. If we want to grow and get brands, get sponsorships, get people in there, we've got to figure out how to get, you know, fans, fans involved and people right. involved in, in, in our, our sport. Yeah, Cause the one I came from, we always talked about butts in the seats, you know, and, yeah. and if you can't do that, if, like you said, you've, I've been to quite a few of them where you walk up and down. And if you're at two o'clock on a Saturday, a lot of them are gone already. You know, yep. Um, because they're they're you know, and, and go ahead. I was gonna say, I mean, and then there's a blueprint for it. I mean, you know, you look at some of this stuff where you know what we do is not a whole heck of a lot different than what they do uh, for fishing, right? You know, those guys are out in the lake on a boat, you know. And I know we've done barbecue events with with some of the big fishing tours, and man, there'll be ten thousand people or fifteen thousand people in there watching the weigh in. I mean, it's incredible. You know, they're wheeling them in for the, for the way in They're, yep. they're towing them in inside in their boats and they've got a big show going on and this and that. And, and, and really, I, you know, I, that, that I think that we need to look at, you know, stuff like that and figure out, okay, how do we make this? So we are attractive. And then once we figure that out, then, then the money will start flowing in and, and, it, and then it makes more sense to cook. One of the things I always thought, and, and I've got a, I've got a stake in this, so to speak. God, there's another one. Um, <laughs> but tying in a barbecue competition, now like they do it um, with the Houston Livestock Show. Okay, that's a huge event, so on and so forth. I'm thinking golf tournaments because with you got on, especially if you can get on the upper tour, the regular PGA Tour or the LPGA Tour, you they get a lot of people out there. Now, there's they're still not completely full because of COVID, but that's changing on a daily basis. But you think about that. If if you go to the Colonial there in Arlington in Texas, they'll have forty thousand people out there on a Saturday afternoon. Okay, if you do the waste management in Phoenix um, at the end of uh, January, first part of February, on a normal year, you know they'll have uh, eighty to a hundred thousand people out there. So you know there's there's some potential audiences if the coalition could be built with some of these individual tournaments, because you'd have to do it through the, the individual tournament committees to do that. But there's a huge audience right there that people could come and they'd want to be able to sample and stuff if possible. So the, and it's not just golf, there's other events that we could tie into, but I think that would yeah. be, that would be really wise. Well, we were talking, you know, before COVID hit, you know, with the barbecue league and, and that's, you know, we, we, we've joined up with uh, the big 12 basketball tournament. You know, we were yep. doing something out there every year. You know, we, we've done stuff at, uh, at, at different locations where, you know, these pit masters are cooking under tents and we're serving food and we're doing stuff. We were talking to the uh, uh, professional bull riding uh, uh -huh. uh, tour 
PBR not, not yeah. doing some barbecue events that go right along with it just because the brands go in there. I mean, there's opportunities and, and, and we're working, you know, you know, with the barbecue league and, and, and some other stuff at, at trying to, you know, turn this into more of a spectator event or an event that we, that we are, you know, there and there's a public aspect because it just makes it better. It just makes all of our brands more valuable. It just makes what we do more valuable and, and, and everybody wins. I think if we can figure that out. Oh yeah. Any of those major events, you know, the national final rodeos in Las Vegas, uh, well, it used to be, and it's coming back to Las Vegas um, again after COVID, after COVID. But um, a couple of the promoters down there had talked to me one time about coming down and doing a live cooking show that would not only be you know fan friendly there, but would be also broadcast to all the hotels and stuff because they've all got their closed circuit. They all they're all hooked into a closed circuit um, television network that they control. And, uh, you know, something like that, and like you say, could work out pretty good. Do you ever think that in the competition we should add something else, you know, besides the four meats? I mean, can we add something? Well, not tofu. That doesn't work out very good. But, yeah, but, no, no tofu. <laughs> no tofu. But maybe, maybe lynx, maybe fish, uh, maybe, uh, you know, uh, lamb or something. Do you ever give any thoughts to those things? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, we, we've cooked over in Australia and there are events that, you know, they have KCBS and they have a lot of KCBS events, but they also have their own sanctioning body. And, and, uh, uh, you know, we cook meat stock in Melbourne there, uh, you know, a couple of years ago and, and lamb is one of the categories. Yeah. You know, they have five categories and that counts for the GC. And I, I know, I think you're being short-sighted if you don't, allow other proteins to come in. <clears throat> I know the Turkey board, uh, you know, the national Turkey uh, Federation, or I think I believe is what's called the Turkey board. I can't remember. I should know because we do a lot with them, but uh, they are big into the competition barbecue and, and they have their Turkey smoke series mm -hmm. and uh, they, they, you know, they kind of have it as an ancillary, uh, you know, but I think, you know, you've got a company or, or, or a group of companies, a consortium, so to say that that's willing to invest in barbecue. And I would love to see them be made one of the main meets for, for grand championship. Uh, you know, this year they've, they've uh, made it. So there's a point chase for, for Turkey, which I think is a step in the right direction to make, you know, people that want to go out and chase and be, be a Turkey sure. champion. So without a doubt, I think, I think that looking beyond the four main meets is, is important. And, and it's also, you know, as far as growing, you know, competition barbecue, I think it's important to look at that too, because, you know, briskets take a long time to cook. Uh, you yeah. know, and not, not, I, I love brisket, but maybe we put a tri-tip in there yeah. or something like that. And then, and then, and then we don't have a, uh, you know, a, a 10 hour meat or a six hour meat or whatever it takes you to cook. And then, and then we can condense these events down a little bit shorter. And, 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 uh, you know, we, I think, I think we can look at that and, and, and the beef, you know, a lot of the beef producers would love the, you know, briskets at an all time high in popularity. You know, they'd love sure. to feature other meats. Sure. One of my favorite things in the world is turkey legs. Smoked yeah. turkey legs. I mean, I love those things. And, <clears throat> you know, I mean, uh, more than once at a um, state fair, county fair, some event, I've I've bought myself a, a smoked turkey leg. Um, you know, you look like a bit of a Neanderthal walking down the midway chewing on a, a turkey leg, but uh, it's good eating. That's for sure. And I can see where that yeah. would be very, very entertaining for that. Uh, um, 
And the other thing I thought KCBS was doing, and they, they've kind of started this, I don't know where they are on this right now, is they were kind of doing the, some kids, really promoting kids to get involved with, with barbecue. And I'd like to see more of that, um, you know, at a, get them in there, you know, not toddlers, but uh, teens and such, get in there and cook and have really push their own divisions. I think that's another way to get uh, kind of the family affair thing going. Yeah, no, I, we have, you know, having three kids that cook a lot and done a lot of the kids cues. Uh, you know, I think having a, a junior division would be a good thing where you're actually cooking barbecue meats. You know, a lot right. of times those kids cues, you're cooking hot dogs or hamburgers or something. And that's great for the younger ones. But once they get up in the, you know, you know, say 12, 13 years old, let's move them up to barbecue meats and, and, and let them cook. And that, actually, we were down in uh, uh, Lawrenceville, Georgia this past weekend, and, and there was a high school team. Uh, that, that they had put together uh, from a local high school that was cooking it. And they ended up winning the, I believe they won pork in the backyard division. Huh. And uh, you know, it's it a really, really cool story. And the fact that that was in, in a high school, high school, that was something that you could do, uh, you know, as an elective in high school was cook barbecue. Oh yeah. And uh, I thought that, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but that's that you certainly, you know, for us to grow the competition barbecue, you know, you gotta get people in it and we gotta get the demographic younger and, and we gotta figure out a way to get women in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you think, uh, that the cooking shows on TV, like, you know, Myron's Pitmasters and all those, the different challenges. Um, I've, I've been on one of those shows. You were telling us how you, you know, in the show that you'd participate in one of those and one of guys deals. Do you think that really helps or, or hinders? I don't want then hinder maybe too harsh of a word, but on like the Pitmaster shows and stuff, I think that kind of gives an image sometimes of that's not really what happens, but you know, but having been on both sides of that thing, I, I know, but I wanted to get your well, take on it. I mean, my take is, you know, I, I think pit masters, especially that season one of pit masters did more to raise the visibility of competition barbecue than, than, than probably anything. I mean, yeah. I think you've got a generation of, of cooks from about 10 years ago that got into it because of pitmasters now that being said you know that did it did it promote some um some themes and some stuff that i don't think are true and that that are taken as true as to be barbecue no the big one is that well you know you, I, you competition barbecue that you make you know you can't eat any of it you can only eat one bite that, that your competition barbecue is not good and i I think that's just i think if if somebody somebody that's telling you that's probably somebody that's not winning a lot i can tell you my goal is to make good food and competition barbecue. And my goal is to make food that somebody wants to keep eating. Yeah. So the, the, you know, some of the stuff that came out of that, I think is thrown people off the trail of how, how to turn in, you know, the fact that you need to make it so amped up that only one bites any good. Well, yeah, you're wrong. If you're doing that and that's what you think you're trying to do, you're not winning competitions. So I think there's some negative that comes out of it, but I think by and large, uh, I think the positive, you know, just, just the amount of spotlight that Pitmasters and, and, and Myron and all those guys put on, you know, on a competition barbecue was, it was a net positive. And I, I mean, I, I think it's about time something like that comes again, because it seems like there was a you know, there was a wave of popularity of competition barbecue sure. that followed after that. And then now we kind of crested and we're on the downslope of it. And I think something else will come along and pick it up and, and, and we'll ride it again. So, you know, I, I do think, you know, then a lot of times now that that's been out there, you know, I think they, they kind of recycle the same personalities and the same thing on these shows. I mean, I think it'd be nice to get some new blood in there and, and, and get some new people. But I mean, I think those are a net positive for competition barbecue, certainly. Yeah. Just you know what I'd like to see 
Brad, down at the end What's of the l- line of all the all the cook spaces, I'd like to see a table where you could go buy <clears throat> a pound of burnt ends for seven bucks and put them in a put them in a little bowl and just eat them as you're walking around. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, that would be that. Yeah, that's kind of a fun thing for me. Well, and, and one of the things we're doing with the barbecue league is that we we've got a trailer that's 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 certified by the health department that all of the food comes out of, and then you can just have the pitmasters talking about that food, right? Sure. The biggest challenge of serving the public barbecue from everybody is the health department, and rightly so. You know, they're trying to keep everybody safe. Not all of these trailers are equipped to do it. You know, they're equipped to cook judges for judges, and and so you know when we do the barbecue league events, the way that we come come about you know around that because we understand eating the food is a big part of the experience right is that we, we you know we, we've got a trailer that all the food that the public's going to get is getting cooked out of so that way we know it's safe we know how it's cooked we can show the health department how it's handled you know we can check all those boxes so so there are ways to do it and uh i, I but i agree with you 100 if, if you're not able to walk around and, and try the barbecue it, it's really what's the point of coming out to the event? I mean, that's, that's the first thing people ask is, Hey, where do I get to try it? You know? And, yeah. and we've got to be able to provide a way that they can have that. that that's safe. That's also safe. Absolutely. You know, and, and, you know, obviously legal. You got it, Brad. I want to thank you for taking the time to, to do after hours. I know you're busy, but um, I really, really appreciate it. Can people uh, tell them how they, if they can follow you on Facebook or Twitter or anything. Yeah, no doubt. We've got all of them, Facebook, Twitter, you know, websites, Instagram, and, and it's, uh, you know, gettingbasted.com. That's G-E-T-T-I-N-B-A-S-T-E-D. And then, of course, our handle is just at gettingbasted, uh, yep. G-E-T-T-I-N-B-A-S-T-E-D. You can find us on, on all the major social media platforms. I'm working on my TikTok dances. I haven't quite put those out there, but uh, they'll, they'll probably <laughs> pop up at some point. But, yeah, come on out, and you can see always what we're doing. You can also check us out at the thebbqleague.com. That's the, the, you know, the, and then BBQ league.com. And you could see a lot of the stuff, a lot of our videos, a lot of things that go out, go out through there. So yeah. Uh, jump on there, send me a message, whatever, man. I love talking barbecue. So you, you got it. Uh, you got yeah, it. Absolutely. All right, my friend, we'll check back with you in the fall and see how you did this summer. Okay. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Yeah. Hopefully uh, everything clears up and you guys get back open up there, man. Maybe I'll make it out there for a contest. We'll see what we can do about that. All right. We're going to wrap it up this week here on After Hours. We want to thank Brad Leninger for being with us from Getting Basted. Follow him on any of the social media platforms. You can trail him as you were um, through his contest endeavors this summer, and uh, we will have him back in the fall. And for this I want to thank you all for listening this week and take care. And we'll be back next week with another edition of After Hours. Take care, everybody.